in the, uh, in the early church, in the biblical church, when people gave their lives to Christ um, and they were baptized, it was a sign that they were connecting themselves not only to Christ, but to his church as well. In Romans 10, it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe that uh, God raised him from the dead, um, then you'll be saved. In the, in the time that Paul was writing to the Roman Empire, to say that anyone other than Caesar is Lord um, would be to put yourself and your life at great danger. And so instead of saying Caesar is Lord, to say Jesus is Lord was saying, I'm willing to go to the grave uh, for this Savior. These days, people who call themselves Christians, it's easy for them to uh, be neither committed to Christ or his church. And what membership is, it's a sign that you are committing yourself publicly to Christ as well as to his church. And so as we um, move forward in uh, membership today, as we hear the vows of membership from some of our people, before that, we're going to hear their testimonies to share about how they came to this place, not so much in their salvation journey, but how they came to a place of wanting to um, join this particular body, Harvest, and be members and to give themselves to it. So I'm going to invite them up. Um, in, I'm not going to uh, in between, but Greg and Kathy Benj will, will share first, and then um, Christopher Lee and then Brian Min, and then uh, Lynette will come up uh, last. Okay, so Greg and Kathy, we come up, and let's give them a round of applause as they come and share. Yeah, Kathy is very nervous about that stuff. I told her we've, we've been committing to coming every Sunday. It's basically just signing the check is all it is. <laughs> um. We've attended several churches over the last few years uh, looking for inspiration. We truly believe that we have found it at Harvest. From the very first week we attended Harvest, we were immediately welcomed by Gigi and Paul. And almost immediately, we were being introduced to so many other people that it was hard to keep up with all the names and the faces. Each week, we were being greeted and welcomed by someone new. I thought it's all the cultish, and it was... I was looking for white robes and sneakers. I told Greg that Korean people are not normally this friendly. (laughs) After only about a month and a half, we had joined the Hiroshima House Church. I felt more at home with my religion than ever before. I was overwhelmed with the fact that I finally found a place where we could break bread, worship, laugh, and cry with others without fear of oppression or scrutiny. I liked the warm, welcoming spirit that I felt each week when we visited. To be honest, I think we were sharing too much too quickly. I remember the nightmare look that Heli had on her face when I was sharing about our girls. (laughs) A few months later, uh, Kathy and I decided to take membership classes to really decide if our faith could grow through attending Harvest. Hearing the objectives and mission of Harvest through 101 course, I believe that we are at home and not simply, simply attendees. I'm truly born again through my faith, and it is through Jesus Christ that I am driven. Through him I am saved. My sister and I were always told to be very careful around Korean society in order to protect our reputation. This mentally embedded itself into my head that I was afraid to even mingle with my own people. That's the white husband. <laughs> By default, I didn't expect that. <laughs> so going to a Korean church was never an option until we had the girls. Even though I had such a bad image of the Korean people, I wanted my kids to know their mother's culture. 
When we first stepped into Harvest, everyone wanted to be unfriendly. It was kind of overwhelming at first and confusing. I told Greg to expect to be as an outcast, treated as an outcast, but I was wrong and God humbled me. He told me to open my heart. I decided to give Harvest a chance. We were always one foot in and one foot out when we first began attending, but Pastor Diaz's message was tugging away our hearts. Once we joined house church, we knew that God really answered our prayers. We've become closer to God through our prayer and devotional time. At first, we thought that we were always too rushed with time as it is. Keeping up with our household is a circus at best. But God helped us to find the time once we committed it to him. By surfing the web a little less and watching a little less television to fill our time, we found that the stresses of our everyday lives were being lessened tenfold because we were seeking him for wisdom and guidance. We feel closer not only with our relationship with God, but with each other as well. At least I hope that applies for both of us. <laughs> I encourage anyone that has not already attended the one-on-one class to do so. And I would pray that everyone that attends the course would want to become a member and begin contributing their lives towards the Lord Jesus Christ. Because remember, he gives everything so that in comparison, our return is so little. Thank you. Hi, name's Chris. Um, this is my testimony. Um, yeah, I started coming here uh, to KPCO about eight years ago when the church I previously attended started to go through some changes. And at that time, I was just a shy kid on strangers' territory, and I tried to avoid contact with all people. I would go to Sunday school, um, Sunday school class, just eat the food that they offered, wait for a worship service to start, and play my Nintendo DS at the playground or by my parents' car, and then just go home. And that was typically my Sunday mornings. I tried to avoid contact with uh, everyone. Eventually, people started to open up uh, to me, uh, but my shyness often pushed them away. And no matter how hard I tried, um, I just put, uh, I just avoid people. I started attending youth retreats at Harvest, and slowly but surely, my spiritual life started to bloom. I started to interact with people around church more often, and they responded with godly love as well. The more I attended church, the more I went to these uh, events like youth retreats and Saturday night fellowship, and the more harvest started feeling welcoming to me. When I was in high school, whenever there was not a football game or marching event, I'll go to my parents' house church meetings. And normally, my house church meeting, the house church meetings were um, not the top priority on my Friday nights. I'll just uh, eat the food and watch their children. And back then. Um, I had no idea that watching children like Rayhan and Ella and Emmeline would be considered an act of service to our church. Um, but I realized that little things, the little things I did to help out others, to be able to worship and fellowship was indeed an act of worship to me. Even giving other rides to church or encouraging them to come when they didn't feel like coming were acts of devotion to God. The moment I got my acceptance letter to UCF, and I was con- considered a college student, I immediately jumped into a house church. Uh, Pastor D.L. was able to hook me up with Paul and Clara's house church. 
when I started attending college, my prayer life wasn't as strong, and I tried going after things my way. But since college started, my life has been a bit rougher. Uh, differences between high school and college took me by surprise. However, since I started attending house church, my approach towards almost everything has changed. Even though my toughest times in college was including struggling with exams and spiritual warfare, my house church has been with me, and they have walked with me through these turmoils. They have prayed for me and reminded me that God would not let me go. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, um, reminding me that in the end, God will lie, lie me down in green pastures and lead me beside quiet waters. Through House Church, I have become more involved in prayer and looking into people's lives. I have started to fiercely seek God's heart as well as his plans for me. These stories show how Harvest has been playing a role in my life. From the moments the shy introvert child stepped for, foot into this church. The teachings from Pastor DL, the relationships... I have come to develop with fellow church members the advice from older brothers and sisters and the growth I've experienced to where I am today are the gifts from this church. I've traveled to and I've traveled to and visited many churches, but Harvest is like another is like home away from home, another 50 minutes away from home. As I've come as I become a member here, I have hope I hope that I can continue to grow and continue to open up myself to this church even more, whether it's serving the church or consistently praying for the church. Thank you for being the church. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, hello, my name is Brian Min. Um, been part of this church uh, since as long as I could remember. Um, I first, quote unquote, gave my life to Christ in sixth grade at a retreat. Um, I wouldn't consider it exactly faith, but uh, it was definitely a start that God gave me. Um, since middle school, uh, up until my senior year of high school, um, I continued to imitate church members, uh, going to church on Sunday, and making myself um, look as if I had everything under control. Um, that's what I thought was uh, thought what uh, being a Christian meant. Um, even the first few years of college uh, were pretty similar in terms of my spiritual life. You know, um, living one or acting one way at church and then living a totally different way uh, out of, outside of it. Um, however, it was through God's grace, um, through leaders and peers, that led me to um, the understanding of true grace and true mercy. Um, and since then, I've been proud to say that I have a church uh, called Harvest that I can call my home. Um, it was comforting to know that when I had finished college, um, I had a church home where I could continue to grow in my faith. Um, I've, grow, I've grown up both in age and in spiritual maturity, uh, not by myself, but with many of uh, the people in this congregation. Um, I consider all of you part of my family, uh, while a few are literally my family, my <laughs> cousins, uh, Evis and Angela. Evis, not so little anymore, and Angela's still kind of little. Um, uh, whenever I needed guidance uh, or someone to talk to, the church was uh, always there for me. Um, my family here at Harvest um, was always accepting, uh, even through my failures, um, and I still fail a lot. Um, I enjoy serving all of you because um, 
you make it so easy for me to do so uh, through all of your service. Um, however, though it is important to serve one another here, I believe we are able to serve others outside of this church together. Uh, as fellow members of the church, uh, we know as Harvest, the body of Christ. Um, I pray that we would live out our calling to be, to be a church uh, for the harvest, to reach our world together as the hands and feet of Christ. Love you all. Um, this is my testimony. Very recently, God brought himself to me through my friend Casey Ye. My journey began with Casey recognizing in me shortly after we met that I seemed heavy-hearted and was suffering through personal struggles. This was all without me even sharing anything about myself with her. Casey asked me to have lunch with her one day, and that is lunch that changed me and brought me here today to give my testimony. So that day at lunch, Casey and I had a long, heartfelt talk about life which started with her asking me about my family life, followed by what my belief was about Jesus and God. This is not the first time in my life that someone had a has asked me this question. However, this is the first time that I didn't feel like I was being attacked or made uncomfortable talking about my beliefs and background. Instead, I felt that she really understood what I was saying and, and feeling and truly wanted to hear what I had to say. I explained to Casey that while growing up, I wasn't exposed to religion. I didn't go to church other than a handful of times when I was in elementary school where I was sent by my parents to go alone or when friends would invite me to go with them, and that was usually just during special times of the year. The services were long, and for me, going to church was extremely scary and confusing and made me feel very alone, like an outcast. The rituals and message was always unclear to me, and I felt that I had no one to ask the many questions that I had. So after a few Sunday morning arguments with my parents, I won the battle with them and was granted the ability to make my own decision about whether or not I wanted to go to church. I opted not to go anymore. So I didn't think much about God for a long time. And when I did, it was because someone in my family or a friend was trying to save me in an aggressive way by demanding that I accept Jesus as my savior at that very moment or I would never be saved ever. Can you imagine how scary this is for someone that knew nothing about God, Jesus, or the word? So instead of running to Jesus, I ran from him. During my early 20s, I felt like something was missing in my life. I felt heavy in my heart, and I thought it must be because I was missing religion in my life. I had a children's Bible that someone had given me when I was younger, and I thought that if it was geared towards children, I shouldn't have a problem understanding it. I was wrong <laughs> and found... <laughs> Reading it was frustrating and daunting. Remembering how people would become aggressive and demanding of me about Jesus and religion, I was afraid to ask too many people the new questions that I had. So I decided to enroll in a, religion, a religious class while taking night classes at college. I was really excited that I was going to learn something and that I would have the knowledge that I needed to make a decision on what religion I was going to be. The class wound up confusing me more than helping me. I listened to the other students debate with the professor. I was frustrated that I couldn't participate because I didn't have a background or knowledge of the subject. I also didn't feel comfortable asking questions. I found that a lot of the religions that I learned about seemed really cool, 
but then there was always something that I would have to do that made me say that in the end it wasn't the right fit for me, like shaving my head or, <laughs> you know, wearing weird clothes, so I, I couldn't do it. Um, I decided um, now that I was older and could have more mature conversations that it was time to venture out again and talk with people that I thought could answer my questions in a non-threatening or aggressive way. But once again, I ran into the same obstacles before, so instead of running to Jesus, I ran from him. A decade or so later, I found myself bullied about religion. I had given birth to my daughter, Alexis, and I knew that I knew from what I saw other people do that I had to decide to either have her christened or baptized. I thought, I'll make her Catholic, whatever that meant. But I felt that because I felt I had to do something. I figured since I seemed to have no more Catholics that I could have them help Alexis learn things that I didn't learn growing up. The bullying came from being told that if I just christened or baptized her and made her Catholic, I would be a hypocrite because I didn't believe in or know what I was doing to or for her. I was told if I wasn't willing to make the sacrifice myself to go to church every Sunday, that I, that I shouldn't do anything with her, and she can make her own decisions later in life. So I didn't do anything because I wasn't going to try and ask anyone the questions again. I learned my lesson a couple times already, so instead of running to Jesus, I ran from him. I'm almost done. <laughs> Fast forward another decade or so, and I'm now at lunch with Casey, and the discussion about Jesus and my beliefs is once again brought to the surface. I was honest and open with Casey and explained to her all my confusion and briefly touched on how I was always made to feel uncomfortable and scared by people that wanted to have this type of conversation with me. I told Casey that I felt like something was missing in my life. I told her that I always felt that my life was guided and that something was listening to me, but I attributed it to other things or I thought it was my conscience. I told her that I didn't pray because I didn't know who or what to pray to. I told her that I couldn't believe the stories of the Bible that I heard because they didn't make sense to me. I cried and we cried. <laughs> and after listening to me, Casey didn't aggressively tell me that I wasn't going to be saved and I wasn't good enough to be part of her church or that I'd had to accept Jesus Christ as my savior at that moment or else. Casey went into great detail to tell me about her church, about the pastors, about the community, the missions, the house churches, and the things that she feels and believes in. Her stories moved me because I could relate to them. So this time I didn't run to or from Jesus. I froze and listened. The next night, I took Casey up on her offer to attend house church. I was nervous, thinking that this was all too good to be true. I had my guard up, wondering if I was going to be attacked aggressively by everyone that was there by being forced to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior right at that moment or else. <laughs> I also wondered if the people that I met were going to think I was inferior to them and then have a vote after I left to decide if I was worthy enough <laughs> of being part of their group. I was thinking the worst and expecting the night to be a complete mess. I was completely wrong. My eyes began to open, and I started to feel comfortable. I could ask questions and have them answered or found out that we shared some of the same questions. My guard started to come down. I cried a lot that night, but it was because I was opening up and finally starting to find what I had been looking for for a very long time. I then started going to worship services on Sunday, and every time I come here, I am greeted so warmly and openly that it takes me aback. So instead of running from Jesus, I am now running to him. 
My journey has just started, and each day I feel that I am growing closer and closer to God and Jesus. Doors are being opened, and joy is entering my heart and life. Though it took me a while to get to this point, but it's better late than never. So I thank God for bringing Casey, Pastor DL, and the entire community to me so that I could get to this point and begin my long-term relationship with Jesus. Thank you.